0: Today's V'ad is going to be of the L'Vana Bat Vivian Chaya, and Harav Yichil Yitzchak, Ben Menachem Mendel, Refu'ah Today is the last V'ad before I go to Yitzchak. There will be no V'ad in shiurim or shmuzin this coming week. Okay, so we're going to start a topic today which I'm definitely have, going to have to continue it after I get back from Eretz Yisrael. But let's make a Hascholot. Let's make a beginning. Okay? So it says like this. The second part of tahara Alev is connected with the way we do Avodas Hashem. Okay? So it begins with the words that a person needs to purify and to make his machshavus clean to do avoydo. So before you're able to do service of Hashem with Tyrus Halev, you have to see... The fakeness in Kovid and... So you see from the Mesir Seshur, Rabbi Don points this out. HaMesir maskir Masker BiYichud Ala Kovoid Honor, pursuit of honor. Ki Ikar HaMafriya LoOdom BaAvoid Ze Taivas HaKovid What stands in the way between a person who does a mitzvah L'Shmoa and a person the, the the obstacle that stands in the way of that is the desire for honor. who shall covet. How false is the pursuit of honor? Okay? Now, so that's step one. So Yarbe and that's not enough. It's not enough to just recognize the falseness in pursuit of honor. You also have to do an action. You have to run away from it. So look what Rabbi says over here. Ki melvad it's not enough to just think about it. You also need to do an action. Buyer. Even if a person thinks a lot and contemplates and realizes, If he still behaves in a manner that he pursues honor. All his learning will be nothing. Adam al A person could have tremendous amount of Torah and devout Torahs and all kinds of fancy things about the pechisus ha'tanugim. To, to him, but he could still fatten himself up with pleasure as long as he is in the arena of enjoying the pleasure of honor loto verak yafrish et it's only after you first take steps to remove yourself from the arena of honor. Then you will understand it and feel it in your mind. Okay? Very important Yesoid. Now he says over, from Rabbi Isaac Sher, over here in the Hagorah, Rabbi Isaac Shev from Slabotke, who was talking to a bocher who did tshuva. And the Bocher asked him, how come when I did the Avera in the past, before I did tshuva, it was very enjoyable, it was beautiful, it was unbelievable. It didn't look to me bad at all. And only now that I did tshuva retroactively that I could tell that what I was doing was horrible. Sir so Isaac Sheh told him because when you're shakua belichluch, ve'ata you and your behavior is one so therefore you can't tell and you can't see what's wrong with the Aver because you're living it and it's part of your reality now that you left it and it's no longer part of you now you could tell and you could understand and feel the me is Shabbat So as long as a person's living it, it's part of his reality. And if it's part of his reality, he can't even see what could possibly be wrong with it. So it requires first to separate yourself from it and make it not part of your life and not part of your routine. And that part of your reality, and then you can understand it deeper, and then you can protect yourself from thoughts of it as well. Okay. So therefore, once he is avodosoi So it's easier for him at the time of his service of Hashem to not think about any praise. Sometimes people will praise him, but it won't affect him. Why? Because he ran away from it, he purified his mind from it, and now the praise that people give him will not affect him. Asher hu tehi Okay, so now we have to begin this tremendous, tremendous topic of the deep desire that people have for honor and recognition. It's a deep desire, and we have to understand where it comes from and how to deal with it. Another thing we have to understand is that there is a tremendous mitzvah to machabed people. Right? We learn in Chazal, azeh machobed who's considered an honorable person, ha machabed asaberis. So you have to give it to people. A person has to be mishbeyach chadadak, a machabed tzaddik, a machabed gadol. So we have to understand how that works because if kovoid is poison. And the desire for COVID is very strong. So how can it be that when it comes to giving it, you can just give it to people, and you must give it to people. You're putting them in danger. We have to understand that. There's a letter written by Rabbi Sol Salanter, Mikhtav Lamid. I believe that that was an open writing in Hatavuna. It wasn't actually written as a letter. It's a mimer. Where Rabbi Sol Salanter says, that when it comes to avoid this Hashem, we have to behave differently when it comes to ourselves and when it comes to others. So he explains, when it comes to ourselves, we have to run away from COVID like one who runs away from a fire. It's a dangerous thing. But when it comes to our friends, we have to pile on COVID without a end to it. And he speaks to this about a couple of things. right? So everybody's very, very busy with this letter, of Sola Salanter. What happened to the How could you do that? You know, it's a very complex, complex subject, which we will go into a little deeper. There are actually some that say, some uh, explain why the Talmidei Rabbi Kiva they weren't bad people, but since they understood the dangers of COVID, they felt that it was dangerous to give it to their friends. And this is where they made the mistake. That your job is to run away from COVID, but at the same time, your job is to be mechabit people. Now, we have to understand so how to deal with that question of how could you put someone in danger. And we also have to deal with why is it such a tremendous, tremendous mitzvah The mechabit people. And to mechabit Tamidech HaChomim. Okay? So we're going to learn also a little bit that if a person does the mitzvah properly and he does it L'Shem shemayim, then there will not come a hezek to the person who's being mechabit. But we'll have to understand the mechanics of that. I think we're also going to do a Mimer from love chaim schmolevitz who talks about covet quite a bit and explains something very very deep the deep desire from covet for covet that we have is really because ultimately covet by definition really means value okay and a person's specific value and when a person gets to Shemayim, although there are many, many Jews in the world, but everybody has their own specific avoda, and everybody has their own specific Tafkit in life, and what they have to achieve, that cannot be achieved by anybody else. So when a person gets to Shemayim, he gets COVID from the rabbi and therefore we're built with a deep desire that our value should be recognized by Hashem. So that need for kovit is very, very deep within a person. And therefore the Yetzirah is able to make a distortion of that. That a person should get kovit hameduma. But we have to understand, it's the subject of kovit, what's your value? Right? Everything is siyat and the So what exactly is your value? We'll also try to enter into a very deep subject that a person could only grow if people around him recognize his value. We see from the Maisa of Choyni Hamagal, who slept for 70 years, and when he got up, the generation didn't recognize his value. And he says, habrusa, Mesusa. So we see that, the, that we need people to recognize our value in order to be productive, in order to be able to reach our potential. And that's a very deep concept that we have to try to figure out how that works. On one hand, we're supposed to feel very good about ourselves from within ourselves and not to be dependent on outsiders. That's very much taught to us in Chazal. Chazal says who's a truly happy person a person who can be happy with himself with his lot but if he needs money or property or other material to make him have value and he's dependent on outside sources the moment those outside sources are no longer available to him then his happiness in life goes down the drain he's not independent right? Ezuhu who is a truly person who has the midah of Gevurah, is a person who can overcome the challenges of his yitzha. He doesn't need to overcome another person to be strong. Right? Ezuhu chochom haloymed mikol adam. So Rabbi is he has internal desire and thirst for wisdom. And therefore he can learn it from anyone and anything and any experience. So that's something that's internal. He's an independent person. He doesn't need someone from the outside to inspire him and to put Chokhmah into his brain. Right? Independence. Independence is the key point in Avoidus Hashem. Like Rabbi Rucham talks about this in It says, Vayivose Yaakov Levadai. Yaakov Avinu was Levadoi. Levadoi means independent. It means even though he didn't have his father and his mother and his yeshiva and his rabbiim and his talmidim and money and a wife and children, he had nothing. But he also Yaakov Levadoi. But he was still serving Hashem 1000% with simcha because he's independent. So we need to understand how to understand this topic because what's the balance between independence and having necessary things from the outside help us, For example, So it seems that you need to be in yeshiva. It doesn't only mean to sit and learn. It also means to be in yeshiva with people. person needs a rabbi person needs a chabrusa. person needs a talmid, talmid ayoyse mekula. So you see a person is 100% not independent. Needs that. And we're saying that a person has to be around people who recognize his value. And if he's not around people that recognize his value, he cannot produce. So on one hand, you're a very uh, dependent person. But at the same time, you have to be independent. So how do we work that balance? There's a lot of things that we have to do here. Right? You got that clear? So number one, we have to understand where the deep desire for covet comes from. How the Yetzirah distorts it. Right? But covered by itself, by definition, is not something that's technically bad. It's only something that's covet Hamedume, The fake version of it which is bad. It says, En kavod elatorah. So you see, there is a covet. The question is how to use it and what it actually is. The second thing is we have to understand mitzvot. That the mitzvah itself is to give covet. For example, kibud of aim. of a zakan. You have to stand up for a zakan. Right? So there's a mitzvah to give covet. There's a mitzvah to be mishabayach. Tzadikim, and to be mechabedam. There's a mitzvah to be mechabed people. So how do we understand this, that our mitzvah is to give kovid when it's dangerous for the person that we're giving it to. Though, we do have to understand that covered, giving covet to somebody doesn't necessarily damage them. They really have to have a bad meter first. I mean, Sadiqim can get covered, but it doesn't affect them. It doesn't get into their head. So, it's not necessarily true that if you give cover to a person, you will damage them. And maybe it doesn't fall into the Gidorim of Lifnei Evil, or see Ted because it's his own Mida Meguna, it's his own bad Mida, that's considered like he's damaging himself. But Matisio Solomon brings a mahalak like that from the Lei Velio, or But, Still, it's not such a simple thing because you have to be a big level to not allow covet to penetrate you. And even when you're on that level, you have to constantly be vigilant. And you have to constantly be working to be not affected by it. You have to be constantly a aboreach, not covet. So we'll learn a little bit about that subject and understand it. And understanding how covet itself is definitely a necessity. And how it works. So that's what we're going to try to work on when I get back from Ayat Yisrael and try to chop it. But what Messiah is clearly saying is that in order to serve Hashem properly, you have to conquer this Indian of COVID. Okay? So let's see a little bit more of what he says over here by Rabdon Segel. Right? Which means, The motivation for Yavoydah should not be It is possible that people will give you covet for your good behavior. Aval mekevel shu tar machshavas machshavtoy metarvus are covered. Zaloye in yanehotoy would not uh, interest him. Won't uh, affect him. Now, it's very interesting in the Hagoye over here of Rab Doni. Writes lepamim roim Adam gadol sheoise eze maysa. He does something. It's a near a keilu who It looks like. He's looking for covet. Ha'em is She She'ein lo kol shaykh isim zetsu. This Odom God. No, he doesn't care about it. Elamai, hai. Odom roi mahar liboi. Miher huray liboi. A person sees what his heart thinks. Ha Ha'odom don es ha'sheni lefim ha'shiu He judges people the way he sees himself. The way he knows himself since he knows about himself that he would only do that action COVID would only be inspired by COVID he can't have a Havami that he could do it any other way and therefore he judges the other person negatively and says he's doing this for COVID Right, besides for the fact, you always have to judge a person in a meritorious way. the the in The person doesn't even have tavis akovit. Ela is a This is a big issue. I want to try to explain it to you. Let's say a person, out of pure generosity. And love for Torah, donated a million dollars to a yeshiva for a building. Okay? And he was even uncomfortable that his name should be on the building. But he did it with the advice of le Torah. And if he allows his name to be used, it will inspire other people to also be Mechabed the Torah and give money. Okay? There's an Indian like that, it's all true. that's not my subject of today. If a, if a donor should allow himself to be exposed, that's not my subject, but there's definitely strong reason for it. And like I said, when we machabit, tairum when we supporting a yeshiva, that inspires people to understand the value. Okay? Comes along another person who is not generous, And he definitely loves COVID. And he will say, ah, look at that guy. He just wants to eat COVID. And he paid a million dollars for COVID. So obviously COVID is worth more than a million. Because every business deal, you want to get more for your money than what you give. And he says, ah, what a fool. He could have probably gave to a different Moises $800,000 and got the same COVID. Instead of a million dollars. He got ripped off. 200,000 for the covet, right? So why is he judging him that way? Because his doesn't understand how a person can part with a million dollars and get nothing in return of covet. So he's judging him based on the way he would operate. And this is a deep, deep reason why HaKadosh Baruch put a neshama into us with unbelievable midas in the actual Neshama itself. And this is a very deep point. You see, HaKadosh himself reveals his midas through his running the world. You see the Rachmones of Hashem. You see the Nadivas Halev of Hashem. You see the Cheser of Hashem. You see all these things. But a human being will never be able to identify it if he himself didn't have the midas of Ashab. So it's only after you have the Midas HaChesed you can understand that there can be a Muslim of Chesed. After you have the Midas of humility which comes from your Neshama, you can identify with the humility of Hashem. But if you weren't built with those Midas into yourself, you would never be able to identify it. Right? So let's say for example, it says in the Gemara that there was a kusi that Attack the Jewish people by saying, how foolish could you be to say, Nasev Right? Before you commit to something, you better check it out first. So the Gemara replied to him, you think HaKadosh Baruch has bad meters like you? That you would trick somebody to accept something that's way too difficult for them to keep? HaKadosh Baruch Who wouldn't give us anything. He's straight with us. And He's doing it for pure kindness. He's not doing it because He needs people to serve Him. And ulterior motives. Chas So there's no even a tzad. That Hashem is giving us something that's not good for us. Right? So you see from there. That it depends on the midways of a person. That's the way He views reality. Deep, deep point here. Deep point. Everything in life is subject to interpretation. But interpretation is based on your Midot. So the more a person purifies his midis, the more a person will see the truth in how HaKadosh runs the world. So let's take an example. The Jewish people, Gemaragreb, Right? They went into Eretz Israel to spy Eretz Israel. Okay? Now, they came back with horrible reports of Eretz Israel. We're going to learn later in the Massil Zisharim that these great men were affected, their vision and they were seeing things in a negative way came from an gears of Covet. Because since they were leaders of Klaus Yisrael before they went into Israel. They were afraid that once the Jewish people go to Israel and they're going to be elevated to such a high level that possibly they will lose their job. So they had like a Negeus for COVID. The Negeus for COVID gave them, uh, a crooked eye to see things in a bad way. Right? I'm gonna go into this not today because we're running out of time here. We go to Reb Shmulevitz, expounds tremendously on this thing when he talks about COVID. By just showing you that the crooked way of looking at things is in a way that you see things wrong because of meatness, right? But one of the things they said was that Hashem brought us to this land to kill us. He's a murderer. Right? They saw Hashem as a bad per- a bad being has He's not, okay, in a sophisticated way, we're not deserving, blah blah blah. We'll go into the whole thing. Not today. But the point is they couldn't see Hashem as just a giver. A pure giver, even to those that don't deserve. Couldn't see it that way. So why did they see it that way? Because they couldn't understand themselves such a concept. Because they went with an ulterior motive. So you see that you judge the way you are by yourself. That's called the B'Mumoy which we'll talk about. We have to stop here for today. But this, we will, Be'ezus Hashem and the Shemaya, continue this unbelievable subject, deep, deep subject. Okay? We'll stop here.